left side were about 38 degrees. Thank you so very much. Enjoy your flight. Welcome on board. We're getting ready to push off the gate and get you underway. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure to welcome you aboard the Coaches Co-Pilot podcast today. On board this flight, we will be serving tools, tips, tricks, and strategies so you can have success working just 15 or 20 hours a week. I'm your co-pilot, Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of Virtual A-Team, a boutique online business management agency. Now please fasten your seatbelts and join us for this short flight to help you grow a thriving coaching business around your life. So today I'm going to practice a little productivity tip, which is done is better than perfect. Here's the thing. I've recorded a series of audios uh, for the podcast, and I think the content is really good, but something went wrong in the in the recording process and the audio output is horrible. Rather than ditching the entire thing and starting all over again, I'm still going to put these audios out for you to listen to in podcast format, but I wanted to record a little intro to you to let you know that uh, just bear with the less than stellar audio because done is better than perfect, and I challenge you to practice that in your own business. This has been today's productivity tip for you. Enjoy the episode. Oh, and we'll see you soon with some better audio, I promise. Back to another April spring topic. Today we're talking about that need to be spring cleaned in your business that you can delegate to your team. Spring cleaning is here, and it's time to clean up your businesses, get organized, and increase productivity. But guess what? You don't have to do all that spring cleaning yourself. I hire a house cleaner. Uh, it is one of the best investments that I ever made, and quite the year, spring and fall, I have her do a deep dive spring clean in my house. That means cleaning the blinds, cleaning the ceiling fans, cleaning the vents, uh, you know, cleaning underneath the furniture, doing all of that stuff that just doesn't get done on a regular basis. And the fact is, there's a lot of stuff in our businesses as well. And so today we're going to focus on things that you can delegate in your business that do occasionally need a little bit of spursing up. So let's start with the first one. And this one I have been going through myself. That is organizing your files. Okay. I don't care whether your system is on Google Drive or Dropbox or a local computer drive, which I don't recommend, uh, or pCloud, or something like that, or frankly, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, it's sort of all over the place. We all know that it's frustrating to search for those key documents when you need them most. Now, I recently sort of went through a transition, and I moved all my files from one system to another system, which inadvertently really messed everything up. And so now it's even worse than it was before I started. Um, but if you've ever hired a professional organizer for your home or done this to yourself, you know that sometimes the work well, before it gets better. Um, you know, it's like a baker. Baking a cake. 
The kitchen looked like a disaster before that beautiful cake comes out ready to be served. So sometimes things are going to get a lot messier before they get clean. But the worst thing that you want to have is wasting your time all the time because you're trying to figure out where's that file, what system do I have it in, how do I get it to where it needed to be. So one of the really, really important things that you can do in your business this spring is to get your files organized. But you don't have to do that alone. You can hire somebody to go through all your files, give them access to all the places that they might be, and help you to get those reorganized. And you're going to have to give them a little bit of training and walk them through what your expectations are. But you will be amazed at what happens in this process. So I highly encourage you to take a look at where your files are. See if there's a great way to get them a little bit more strategic, a little bit better organized. All right. Tip number two and the next item. So, okay, we've taken care of the kitchen. Now we're sort of moving on to the front patio. And that is reviewing your website. So your website is your digital storefront. This is where people first really start to hone in on whether or not they're going to want to work with you. They probably have been exposed to you through social media or an email or something else. But it's not until they start checking out your website that they're really getting serious about buying from you. So if you want to convert those individuals who are just kind of walking by, like let's say, let's say, um, I love analogies. Let's say you're in a mall. Your business is in the mall. Now, okay, maybe malls aren't that popular anymore um, because everything's gone online. But once upon a time, we used to love to walk through the mall and we would look at the different shops and see which ones by the store, by the window, but they had in the window or the shop we actually wanted to go inside. And your website is a little bit like that. As people walk by, they get a glimpse of what's inside, and then they decide whether or not to go in and actually browse around. I remember, though, every now and again, seeing a couple of people who would come to Virtual team and they'd say, you know, considering working with you, and the first thing I do when I kind of do my research on a perspective client is go check out your website. And some of these websites, I'm sorry, guys, but they look like they were developed in the 90s. They still have those flashing emojis or high emojis, some flashing. Um, I don't even remember what they're called now. But, you know, back then, the websites were so, so obnoxious to trying to get your attention. Or they're stark. It just looks like just this um, basic template that they just went through and they kind of created. Yeah, so if that's your website, it's time to upgrade. It's it's time to throw out the 90s and step into the 2020s. Okay, we can do it. If it's not your grandfather's old lazy boy chair, we can get rid of it and retire the old website. 
these individuals, usually the first question I ask is, do you have somebody that can do your website? And oftentimes the first thing they say back is, oh, I did it myself or my brother did it before he went off to find a full-time job somewhere. He was kind of thinking about doing this. So yeah, that's, uh, I don't even know if I have all the names of passwords. Your website will be a fantastic spring cleaning activity to see whether or not we can bring it into the 2020s, whether or not it's going to be optimized for search engines, whether or not the user that comes to it now, there's something called UIX, and that's your user experience. UX is when your user, when your prospective client first looks at your website, how do they feel? Do they Are they able to navigate the site to figure out what do I do next? Do I get the information I need? Is it something that's clear to me? If you have a bad UX, then your user, your potential client is just going to bounce. They're going to Literally, they're going to leave your website. That's called the bounce rate. <laughs> they're literally going to bounce from your website and go on to your competitor. So reviewing your website, having an audit is a fantastic thing that you can delegate to your team and have them take care of that for you. And, you know, it's I, this is really one that you almost have to delegate because you are not going to be as honest with yourself as somebody else will be honest. Okay, tip number three, clean up that inbox. Now, I'm going to go against activity nerds here and say you do not have to be an inbox hero. That is not necessarily like the goal because, frankly, if you strive for inbox hero, you are something way too much about your inbox. Really, what I probably do is would rather see is for you to delegate your inbox entirely to somebody else to manage. Uh, let somebody else handle that. Our clients love it when we take that off their plate. Now, there's still things you're going to have to do, but they're going to go through all of that initial uh, process. And then you only see the emails that you absolutely have to see, not all of the other clutter. That is in there, and we're not afraid of those. Messages in their inbox. Probably some of them chose the nuclear option, which was to delete all and just start from scratch. You may not be comfortable doing that, so let's just get where we can create some rules and some filters and get that manageable. And if you don't know how to do both filters in your email, this is a great thing you can delegate. Get that off your plate so that they can come in and declutter your inbox and give you a little bit of space to feel like you can actually think about those emails. Because you know what happens even for me when my inbox gets cluttered? When I start seeing that number go down and those paths where I can actually see the breakpoint, I stop actually taking care of the emails because it starts to get overwhelmed for me. 
long as the number of emails is shorter than the page, that it doesn't have to be scrolled down, then I can totally manage it. As soon as it goes past that, I'm like, okay, I just don't want to deal with this right now. And I go on to the next activity. Okay. Whew. Organize your files, review your website, clean up your email inbox. What next? All right. So the next thing we're going to do, we did the website audit. Now we're going to do uh, a social media audit. This is another fantastic thing that we can do to kind of spring clean your business. Social media is often a double-edged sword for your business. It's an excellent tool for marketing, but it can also be a time suck. Like, once you go down that rabbit hole, it's hard to climb back out. Uh, I once actually found myself scrolling through social media or looking for inspiration to write a blog post or a podcast or something like that. And really all I was doing is not getting my work done. I go fast and not worth it. Um, but then what I chose to do was to actually just give that over to my social media team and let them help me create the strategy and the content and all of that stuff. I don't get stuck into that vacuum unless it is something that I want to. And then I, I actually use a timer to be on, on, on track and not go over. All right. Tip number five and our last tip for today. Review your business processes. Okay, I know if it's just you, you feel like it's all here in my head. I got it. I'm covered. Um, but do you really want it to just be you forever? And even if it is just you, wouldn't it be nice to have something documented so you don't have to sit there and rack your brain like, Okay, I know I did that two months ago, but how again was it that I did it? I totally don't remember. There are some fabulous tools around creating processes in your business. And if you're not familiar with these, you can delegate outsource these so that your team can help you create these processes. Even if you only use the team to set up the processes, that's a great thing to use it for. But it's crucial to have these reviewed so that you ensure that they are basic enough that if something tweaks or changes, it's not going to be a major overhaul and yet detailed enough to give whomever is doing it a big enough picture. What happens, like, let's think back to COVID. How many people do you know that got sick for extended periods of time and could not take care of their business? I actually, um, I was having a conversation with a, a, a buddy of mine who recently lost his life partner and then, COVID, well, first she got sick, then COVID, then she passed away. Uh, and then he moved from the state that he was in to another state. And over that two, two and a half year, three year period, his business essentially tanked. And part of that is because he didn't have systems and processes set up so that he could hand certain pieces off to other people to take care of in that time of need. Now, 
None of that was anticipated, so of course he wouldn't build those systems in place because he wasn't thinking that the catastrophic situation that he ended up in was going to happen. Nobody can foresee that. But what we can foresee is that the potential is there. And if you create systems and processes in your business, if that potential comes to fruition, you are covered. So do you want to make sure that your business can run even if something happens and make your life easier if if nothing does? Then you want to ensure that you have processes and systems for your business in place. My team these days, we actually spend a couple of hours every single week looking at and reviewing our SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, to see what do we need to update, what do we need to create, what needs to be implemented, what needs to be documented, so that we're always up to date on these. Now, many of you know, <laughs> if you're a long-time listener of the show, that I take a very long vacation every summer. This year, we're going to be out on the road for 70 days. Now, if I have to, and frankly, uh, at least Three of those locations are going to have me completely off the grid for four or five days in a row, meaning no cell phone service, no internet connection, no nothing. If my team has to rely on me during those three or four days periods of time, we're doomed because they're not going to be able to get in contact with me. Now, I'll probably be able to drive about 15, 20 minutes to where I can get access in some situations, but not in all situations. And I don't want that to be the default. I want to be able to go on the road and enjoy my freedom and enjoy my time and not worry about whether or not my team can reach me. So I want to make sure that our standard operating procedures and all of our processes are buttoned up. All right, that's it for our spring cleaning business tips today. Remember that delegation is the key to growing your business and freeing up your time. So if you want to learn how to delegate more effectively and delegate Smarter, I want to encourage you to check out our upcoming Delegate Smarter Bootcamp, April 24th through the 26th. Now, get signed up at DelegateSmarterBootcamp.com. It's an hour a day for three days, or you can sign up for the VIP and you get two hours a day for three three days. We're going to do a deeper dive on how to train your team, how to figure out what to delegate, how to communicate, how to have that team that's going to think five steps ahead. Because all of this stuff is critical to your delegating success. And in the meantime, go get that clutter and bring clean it. We thank you for flying with us today. We truly appreciate your business and look forward to serving you on a future flight.